Now, I'm going to ask you to bear with us today, not only because we have an echo on the line, but more importantly, it's a topic that is going to surprise a couple of you. It may even make one or two of you roll your eyes when I tell you that we're talking about cheerleading. But my guest is going to try and convince you that there is more to this concept than pom-poms and mean girls. It is definitely classifiable as a sport, and she reckons a very challenging and athletic one at that. And there's also quite a story behind her own journey with the sport and how she turned a personal passion into a business that is offering new beginnings to lots of children right here in Cape Town. So welcome to our real-life cheerleader, Samantha Hogg. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you very much for having me. Samantha's the founder of Tumbling Stars and Cheer Stars. And this is the bit where I admit, I admit that as a child living in Texas, I had a deep-seated longing to grow up to be a cheerleader for the Dallas Cowboys one day. <laughs> Shame-faced. And the fact that I could barely do a handstand beside the point. But my hopes were dashed, of course, because we moved back to South Africa and there was nobody cheerleading here. Quite clearly that has changed. When did you come into the sport? Um, cheerleading's actually been going for quite a while in Johannesburg. It's quite new to Cape Town. It's only mm. been here for about four years. Um, but in Joburg, it's been going for over 15 years. Really? Yep. And we've we've actually got a team that um, goes over to Orlando, Florida every two years. That's a, that's up until now only been a senior team. Okay. But we have um, actually got the go-ahead to now be sending a junior team as well, which is very exciting. So but clearly it's a sport that's growing in size if it's, go- if, if it's being expanded at international level for us. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Well, we're going to find out more about how that's happened and about Samantha's own journey. But first, I think a little bit of history of the sport. And I was very surprised to learn, because it is seen as quintessentially a women's sport, that it actually started out as quite the opposite. Yes. And it was, I think, 1869. It was a men's only group formed to help cheer on the football teams. Do we know when women first started being brought into the mix? It was after the war because the men all went off to war. So they needed women to actually come in and step in. So I think probably they thought maybe the woman looked a little bit better and kept the woman. (laughs) But um, yeah, it started off as a men's sport. And ideally, I mean, even now, it's still a co-ed sport. And Mm. we love to have the guys obviously coming in. But it's a little bit more difficult to get them in because they think it's all pom-poms and... And it's anything but. I mean, if you've ever watched the, uh, for example, the American college level uh, football, uh, not football, cheerleading competitions, it is, I mean, it is definitely a sport. It's incredibly athletic, incredibly skilled. It's like watching a gymnastic routine at the Olympics, except everybody's doing the same thing in tandem and in coordination with each other. Yes, that's correct. It is actually a very strenuous sport and you need to be very fit and very active and it's very quick paced. So it it is actually a very, very tough sport. It takes a lot of time to train and to prepare for the competition. So obviously we get a little bit annoyed when people tell us it's not a sport. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope we're going to set that uh, that misconception to rest today. Samantha, when did you first become involved in the sport? You said it's been going in Joburg for about 15 years now, so you must have been one of the very earliest uh, cheerleaders in South Africa. Yes, when I started, there were very few cheerleading teams. I started in Joburg when I was 17. Um, yeah, and we were we are actually affiliated with the Drummies. We are, we all uh-huh. fall under one organisation. So it's SAMCA basically that is the South African Majorettes and Cheerleading Association. And when we first started, it was mainly just Drummies in Johannesburg. There was hardly any cheerleading. We'd have a very few little few minutes of cheerleading, and then we'd go straight into Drummies. Mm. But now, like in Joburg, for example, they've got a full on two days for just cheerleading. 
Okay, so it's got, so it's it's got, got a national much, much body, better. it's got national competitions happening, even international level, yes. as you've mentioned. How many people, do we? Is, is there a membership? Do we know how many people are participating in the sport? Gosh, I don't know in the other areas, but in Cape Town there are quite a few. Um, we've got we've got two primary schools that are currently um, competing. We've had a few that have come in and out, but it, like I said, it's quite a tough sport. Mm. So um, some of the teams have been, they've come in, they've competed, and then they've gone out and they kind of re grouping and mm. hopefully they'll come back again because we really are trying to grow the sport here in Cape Town and then we've also got um, three senior teams for high school okay. and we've got one tertiary team and then also there is chilling at UWC Okay. they um, they actually compete in the Varsity Cup and these and Samka has actually now started taking over the rules and everything there at the Varsity Cup as well. So they're also involved in that, which is really great for the sport. Okay, I wonder if anybody listening has taken part and wants to talk to us about what the experience was like, or maybe you're a parent of a child who is in, involved in cheerleading and wants to talk to us. Because besides the the uh, the story of Samantha's own business journey here, uh, one of the aspects I wanted to talk about was what role cheerleading can play in the children's lives who are. Cont- um, participating in the sport. So we're going to get to that in a couple of moments as well. I really would welcome some feedback from anybody listening who's been involved as well. 021-446-0567 is the number to dial. Now let's I think we have to say for those who have never seen what I described, that American championship level, high level cheerleading, they might have a perception that this is the dancing girls at the start of a rugby match running around in small clothes with pom-poms. There's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? A lot more to it. Um, for With our cheerleading, we do very little dancing. The dancing, mm-hmm. I don't think it even takes up 5% on the score sheet okay. when you're getting judged. It's um, it's mainly made up of our stunts and our pyramids. Those are your biggest marks. So in any routine, that is where you're going to be aiming up, getting your stunts and your pyramids going. Um, we've also got tumbling, and mm-hmm. then we are slowly introducing tumbling into stunts, which is great, but that is only for the very senior level, yep. not for the really little ones. Um, they do basket tosses. Basically, that is where... They um, the two the two bases at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I hope I'm not using words that nobody understands. There will be the two people standing at the very bottom facing each other, and there'll be one person at the back. And then they would throw the girl up into the air, and then she does movements in the air, and then comes down and they catch her. So it's incredibly athletic. It sounds like it's got a very strong grounding in the the gymnastics skills, yes. and that's your own background, isn't it? Yes, and that's why I think it flows so nicely together with um, my gymnastics. I teach really little tiny children with gymnastics, and mm-hmm. then I feed them all into my cheerleading which is great because they already then have the body for the cheerleading mm. they already trust me so that's nice <laughs> and um, yeah then they, they just they do so well once they've been doing gymnastics they really just do so well in cheerleading after that now if you've just joined us my guest in studio is Samantha Hogg who is the founder of Timbling Stars and Cheer Stars she is a qualified gymnastics coach, coach and a qualified cheerleading coach has provincial cheerleading colours and I'm told coaches the provincial junior and senior teams as well now Let's talk about the business itself. So you 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 ex- found your way into cheerleading in your late teens in Gauteng, and then you moved to Cape Town and found that there was nowhere for you to practice your sport here in Cape Town. Yes. At what point did you go, okay, this is a business opportunity. I'm going to be the person who starts it here. It was a few years after I was, um, I'd actually opened up Tumbling Stars first and mm-hmm. I was coaching the gymnastics. And then obviously with because they are quite similar there are aspects of cheerleading that are very similar to gymnastics especially with all the tumbling over the years that 
I, I suppose that yearning for actually doing cheerleading again because mm-hmm. I just loved it so much started just igniting in me and I really really wanted to start up the cheerleading again and I missed that I, I, I've also got my own daughter mm-hmm. and I would I just really wanted her to experience that that team and fellowship that you get from doing cheerleading with uh, other people you really become like a family mm-hmm. and I, I must say it's been great because that's exactly what's happened my daughter does do cheerleading now and their team is fantastic they all are such nice kids and they all get along so nice so it really is like a little family. So that com- camaraderie that you were looking for yes. is, is born again there. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> um, Samantha, I'm going to ask you to pop your headphones on because we have a caller on the line, Ronnie in Brackenfell, who wants to comment. Ronnie, good afternoon. Thank you ever so much. Uh, I'm an ex-gymnastic instructor. I've trained children for 38 years mm-hmm. in, gy- in gymnastics where we did displays for the public free of charge. And I built, in my, in my knowledge, for 38 years, I had the only pyramid girls team. Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) So, Ronnie, did you ever think that this was a sport, uh, 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 cheerleading on its own would take off as a sport uh, in the Western Cape? I'm I'm absolutely sure, yes, yes. I'm I'm, I'm a little bit long in the tooth now. I'm 84. Mm. But uh, I still attend uh, gymnastic displays and shows, and I still keep in touch with my my youngsters who have become top top, top gymnastic coaches in the Mm. the Western Cape. Fantastic. Ronnie, but, I mean, uh, the one thing that uh, Samantha's spoken about is the importance of the teamwork and the friendship and the camaraderie that comes from being part of the cheerleading team. Is that something that you saw at a gymnastics level as well? This was great, absolutely great. And you know, my children came from the uh, uh, underprivileged mm. uh, in the, in the Woodstock and in the Budazich area, and and. Uh, Today, I can brag that some of them are the top gymnasts, uh, coaches in the country. I've even got one teaching now competitive gymnastics at the University of Cape Town. Fantastic. Ronnie, lovely to hear from you. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in and show your memories of the gymnastics uh, level, which uh, Samantha has now taken to uh, a further step. So uh, tumbling stars is the the gymnastic skills for the little ones, which then grow hopefully into cheer stars, the cheerleading program. Um, You did say you've got two primary schools competing, three high schools, tertiary level as well. Um, We've got to take a short break, but when we're back, I'm going to chat to Samantha about the benefits for, for the children participating in these programs, Beyond the social benefits, the camaraderie, that sense of family and teamwork, there are very clear physical benefits as well. We're going to chat about that after the break. And if you've got any questions or comments, please do give us a call on 021-446-0567. Pippa Hudson. Lines are always open on 021-446-0567. Today's new beginning is the story of Samantha Hogg, who discovered the sport of cheerleading. Coming from a background in gymnastics, in her late teens, found herself participating in cheerleading and absolutely loving it. And when she moved to Cape Town and found that the sport wasn't happening here, took the decision to start her own business and make it reality. She is the founder of Tumbling Stars, which is the tumbling skills for the little ones, and then Cheer Stars, which offers the older children the opportunity to participate in cheerleading itself. And there's a lovely SMS here from Tony of Tiny Tots Educare Centre who says, Samantha has been teaching tumbling stars at my Educare Centre for years. She's brilliant and a very patient teacher. The children love her and it does the children the world of good. Lovely message, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about what it does for the children. You've spoken about the social uh, impact of the, the teamwork, the camaraderie, that sense of family and belonging to the team. Let's talk about the physical benefits as well, because we, we were hearing just last week again about the shocking obesity stats for South Africa. Uh, surely this must be a fun way to get kids active and moving and burning off energy in a way that doesn't seem like hard work. 
Yes, that is very true. Um, I think with the tumbling stars, it's great because the kids are really small. Mm. So they actually just naturally love tumbling. If you look at kids just in the park, you'll see they're doing cartwheels and they're doing forward rolls just by themselves because it's just in them. They just love it. Mm. So I think building a love for that sort of movement from when they're really small is a really good thing for children. It sticks with them throughout their life. Mm. And also, obviously, if they're very little and they do gymnastics, they build the core and that conditioning for their body, which actually helps them with all sports, especially the boys doing rugby and things like that. It actually prepares the boys for that impact that they're going to get when they get knocked. Mm. So I do think it's really, really important sport for children to do, um, especially when they're little, up until like grade three at least, so Mm. that they can even cope in other sports. I'm going to make the comment that it, it, the benefits are even beyond the sports field. I know my child, uh, working on his core strength, made all the difference in his ability to sit at a desk, to write correctly, his stamina for getting through a class. It made such a huge difference. Simple interventions to improve core strength. So it goes a lot beyond even just what's happening on the sports field. I do believe one of your top cheerleaders ascribes his success on the rugby field to his cheerleading training. Yes, he actually, that is actually one of our coaches as well. Mm-hmm. He coaches, um, he coaches rugby and he, he does, um, cheerleading. He's actually going to go and do his Western Province now as well, his Western mm-hmm. Province trials. Um, so yes, and then he plays for Villages Rugby and he always tells every, all the boys, Go and do cheerleading. It's going to help you with your strength. It will even help you with your rugby. Go and do cheerleading. Okay, so the agility as well as the strength that comes with it must be of use on the rugby field for sure. We've spoken about, okay, the the sense of camaraderie. It must also be a boost to a child's self-esteem to be able to take part in a sport like this. Very much so. And I mean, last year, all of our competitions was at Belleville Stadium. Mm -hmm. So it takes quite a lot for a little child to go out there and stand in front of all of those people and do this very high-intensity routine that they've got to do. They've got to remember everything it's it's actually extremely tough and i think the sense of accomplishment once they step off that field knowing that they actually did that is fantastic for mm. the kids confidence somebody's sms asking if there isn't an injury concern attached to the sport look there will be injuries in any sport but there's no greater injury in cheerleading than any other sport as long as your coaches are coaching properly and teaching you with prog- progressions then there is not going to be a huge injury factor for example if you come into gymnastics you're not going to expect your kids to be doing flick flex. They've mm-hmm. got to go through conditioning. They've got to go through progression. They're going to, it's going to take a while before they get there. And cheerleading is exactly the same. You're going to start in the beginning. You're going to do conditioning. You're going to have to get the basic moves right and also build up the confidence. Mm. And then only after that, you will progress into the hardest stunts and things like that. But I mean, once you're in those hardest stunts, you know what you're doing. And the girls underneath know how to catch. The boys underneath, they know what they're doing. They catch every single time. You actually have to learn to when when the girls are going up you actually learn to watch them so you can actually see which way they're going down it's actually really really interesting actually how quickly you pick that up I'm actually going to ask my my producer to try and find a couple of photographs to tweet to give you a sense. If you've never watched a proper cheerleading routine, I think many people will be surprised at what they see when it's happening at the top level, how incredibly athletic and skilled uh, it is. So I'll ask Jonathan to try and find something to share on Twitter at Cape Talk if you're interested. Uh, otherwise, go and do a quick Google and, and look for uh, for the sort of college level stuff in the States. You'll be absolutely flabbergasted at what is happening. Um What about access to the sport for those who are not normally abled, uh, whatever the correct term is these days? But I know you've worked uh, in your tumbling stars, certainly with children with low muscle tone. I believe you've also worked with some kids who are on the autism spectrum as well. Yes, we have. And also in terms of the low muscle tone and also occupational therapists, Mm. they normally refer their children to do um, gymnastics as well because they work very closely. A lot of the things that the children are doing in OT, they actually do actually do those exercises in um, gymnastics as well. Mm -hmm. So they work quite nicely 
nicely together when you do have a child that needs that extra gross motor help. Okay. Before we run out of time, Samantha, I'm sure, I'm hoping that there might be, firstly, teachers listening, if they're not busy marking and giving class as we speak, who think this is something I'd like to explore for my school, because it, it's it's a sport that doesn't require a lot of equipment. So it must be quite accessible for any school, uh, uh, regardless of how well-resourced or not they are. That is true. Obviously, it's nice to have equipment. It's nice to have all of the things that you could use to teach tumbling mm-hmm. and the mats for safety, obviously, for the girls. When they're going up, they feel nervous. But you don't actually need any of that. You need grass okay. you need a field and that's where you can practice so i mean any school could actually start doing cheerleading if someone listening would like to make contact with you to find out more well, how do they do so they could go to my website it's www.cheerstars.co.za um, all my contact details are on there and there's also some pictures of the kids and then i've also got a facebook page as well which is also cheer stars and um Fishhook cheerleading there's also a, a facebook page for that and AIS Grizzlies, that's the American school. They've mm-hmm. also got a Facebook page. Okay, and uh, are you in need of more coaches? If there's anyone listening who's got a background in gymnastics, are you yes, interested? Yes, that would be great because we are trying to get cheerleading as, in as many schools as we possibly can. We really want to grow the sport. So if you've got a gymnastics background or even parkour and tricking, those kind of guys that have got no actual proper training in gymnastics, but they just love doing all these things out on the street, definitely contact me because um, that's exactly the kind of line we want to go down. Those are the people that we need. I'm intrigued. Samantha Hogg, thanks so much uh, for sharing your story with us and good luck for the continued growth of uh, cheer stars and tumbling stars. Thank you so much for having me.